Hey everybody, I'm Gunnar. And I'm Colt, and we're the Spencer Brothers. And this is the Brother Brother Podcast. Where we talk about pretty much whatever the hell we want. And today we're talking about our weekend adventure. Yeah, and everything else we did on the weekend. Welcome back everybody uh, to another episode of Brother Brother Podcast. Where we talk about pretty much whatever the shit we want. And today we are talking about what? Our weekend adventure and other things that we did this weekend. Right. Mm. We're basically right. having a bro chat. That's that's what we're going to do. Yeah, bro chat. Kind of talk about like future things, stuff like that. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Um. Yep. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Why, do you have a definition for, like, weekend or something like that? Yeah, what's your definition (laughs) for weekend? Uh, It's when the fun starts and the work goes in the safe to be locked away till Monday morning. Yeah, okay, whatever. Okay. Um, So, let's start by... uh, Do... What is it? What are we going to say? Today? Are we no. going to pretend today is Sunday? No, we're not going to. So today is Monday. And yesterday, what did, what did, what did we do yesterday? Yeah. Uh, well, we decided to pack up some shit in our backpacks, and we went on a little bit of a trek. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember from a few episodes ago, but we were talking about we went on a week or on a little hike thing and out into the bush to make fire and stuff like that and yeah and that's what we did we we did it we did it yeah and it gave uh, me perspective on uh knowing that i want to do it again oh, except yeah. for longer <laughs> yeah Can i really perspective do, yeah okay okay well uh I, I had a lot of fun i'll start by saying that uh how did we start it out walking <laughs> okay well mean, i texted you out? i texted you saturday night and said i'll be there around 10 o'clock oh yeah and yeah. i came and picked you up from your house yeah and then we we had a little quick uh snook at uh tim hortons yeah we had some snack food yeah i got a what is that an egg belt yeah or an egg sandwich or something like that. What'd you get? A farmer? Farmer wrap? Farmer's wrap with sausage and bacon. Add pickles. Add pickles. That seems so weird to me to add pickles. But I mean, it would be good. I've never had one. But it'd be good. Everything, anything with pickles is good. Even pizza. Ooh, but they geez. have to be dill pickles. Oh, yeah. They can't be sweet ones. No. Bread and butter pickles suck ass. Yeah, right? But yeah, so we had breakfast, and then uh, <clears throat> we got out to, we'll keep the we'll keep the location disclosed a little bit, but we got to like the far north part of Red Deer here, <laughs> and we went way out into the bush, and uh, then we, for a good 20 minutes or so, to find a uh, a decent little woody area. Yeah, I mean, we didn't hike for very long, but we kind of got landlocked because we came up onto like a pond 
or not a pond, a little creek that we couldn't really cross unless we had to scale a fucking fence, a chain yeah. fence. <laughs> yeah. No way I was going to do that. Fuck it. Pussy. Uh, and yeah, and then we, there was also the river on the one side. So it was either go back and cross the bridge and go to the other side or just do it wherever we were there. Mm-hmm. Which was a good enough area. We ended up coming up on this patch of evergreens that somebody had must have made a little homeless shelter there before and had left some chunks of tarp and stuff in the area. But uh, yeah, so once uh, we kind of scouted it out and we got to the water and decided to turn back and find a better spot because we couldn't keep going. And then we found just a little area that had like a bit of a washout type of spot. Hey there, there, hey, hey there. Yeah. Oh, hey, you kind of glanced over one big thing that happened at that little bit of water. Oh, that's right. So when we got to like this this runoff uh, creek that tied into the river, um. Gunner was walking through the tall grass and bulrush there, uh, cattails. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he came across. Well, as he stepped into the grass, he kind we could hear this duck, eh, quacking pretty loud. Um, <laughs> speaking of ducks, why do ducks? Why do ducks have feathers? I don't know. Well, same reason they wear, some of them wear pants, so you don't see their butt quack. Um, But yeah, you came over that little bit of a hill, and then out of nowhere, it was like a thunderous rumble, and it uh, was just a bunch of ducks that just took (laughs) off into the air. A lot, a lot of ducks. We have a little bit of a story about that. coming up here for you in a bit we have a couple a couple uh cut scenes from when we were out there that uh yeah because we decided to record while we were sitting out there having downtime we were just chilling and started recording so i go into a little more detail about the ducks and stuff uh yeah basically as it happened like within 20 minutes after it happening so it's a little bit more fresh yeah in your mind so uh we could cut to that right now if you want good day folks we're out here this is another episode of brother to brother hi (laughs) that's uh that's gunner you all know him we're out here in the fucking great outdoors just uh making fire and doing some survival yeah having lots of fun so we came out here found ourselves a secluded little area out in the bush and uh threw up a tarp threw up a tarp started a fire made a little fire and yeah we're just uh surviving we're gonna um i like how you say surviving we're just out on a, like a little fun little thing it's not really survival because we're not dying or anything well <laughs> i'm dying <laughs> um yeah we're just out here fucking Cooking up some fun. Uh, we are going to make some lunch. I brought stuff to make some lunch. Uh, we're going to try and make some coffee as well. Come boil some water and stuff. And uh, 
Yeah. We also, <clears throat> on our way out here, we've seen a few deer whatnot. I uh, saw them. Yeah, Gunner's seen a few <laughs> deer. Oops. Oh. And uh, we came across this, like, pond, eh? We heard, like, this one duck quacking really loud. And then we walked a little further, and then it sounded like a thunderous rumble and just, like, oh, and a bunch crazy. of fucking... How many, would you say, like, 50 at a time? Easily, yeah. Yeah, like, 50, 50 mallard ducks, male and female, all just rose from the fucking ground like out of nowhere because it was long tall grass and bulrush and stuff like cattails and uh yeah they just fucking rose out of nowhere and fluttered away and then five seconds later another 50 popped up and then another 50 it's fucking insane yeah it was really cool it was uh i don't know it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing really yeah. i mean i've never seen that many ducks Slash geese Tightly just, packed In yeah. one little pond Yeah It's pretty cool they And do. the water Was so steamy When they all left Like There had to have been A couple hundred At least oh. Yeah That was incredible How'd you How'd you find the hike In here Uh It was a little tough On my legs Really Just cause of Fucking I did a, a Hardcore leg day A couple of days oh, ago Oh shit He's gotta brag About his gains Yeah You know Your legs aren't really Good for hiking when uh, <clears throat> you're in the gym, leg pressing 700 plus pounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> True story. You can I ask my roommates. Yeah. yeah. How do you like the bench? It's all right. Mm. So we're just uh, sitting here on a makeshift bench. We just got like a six-inch diameter log. Java moss and uh, Gunner's identifying all the mosses. <laughs> <laughs> God. But yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. I'll let you know how it goes when we start making some lunch. Okay, bye bye for now. So yeah, that was that was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Fuck yeah. man, it's funny. It's good. But yeah, so uh, we got a little fire and stuff going, and um, okay. So, kind of give them step by step what we did here. Well. I mean, like you said, we walked through the bush. It really wasn't that big of a walk. And we were pretty fortunate, too, because there's hardly any snow. So, I mean, it wasn't like an actual hike. Like, it wasn't hard at all. I didn't find it hard. Did you? Yeah, because my legs were hurting. That's uh, right. Fucking gym rat here. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> leg day the day before or two days before. Oh, yeah. I talk all about that in that little clip that I just posted there. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we walked through. Uh, we found this spot. Uh, it was a fairly decent little spot. It had, like, a little divot in the ground, which I thought was kind of cool, and we kind of placed our uh, fire in that. Yeah, I was trying uh, to think of what that would have been from. I'm thinking when the like when the floodwaters kind of rise yeah. up, and yeah. that was, like, a little spillway type of washout, you know? Yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's what I think it is anyways, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we just had a little... A uh, little freaking washout that we put the fire in, kind of underneath this little evergreen spruce tree. Um, uh, it wasn't like it was still green, obviously, it wasn't dead. And yeah, we it was kept, just like eight feet tall or something like that. Yeah, we just the perfect kept the flames. little Christmas tree. Yeah, we kept the flames uh, definitely like small, so 
wouldn't harm the tree or catch it on fire, which I mean, it's green. It's, it's fine. Um, then I brought, I kind of cheated with bringing ratchet straps so that I could just throw the yeah. tarp over top of that. That was, that was <laughs> weak. See, you cheated by bringing a tarp and ratchet straps because I was expecting you to like use deadfall and stuff to kind of make a little lean to. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's our first one, dude. And to be totally oh. honest, if we were to go on like a day trek, like stay overnight, like an overnighter, mm-hmm. I would totally bring that tarp and just the freaking uh, like a ten foot piece of rope or twenty foot, and then yeah. that that would be my hut for the night. Like I would just make a quick A frame little tent for myself, yeah. or for two well, of us if you really. Want. I definitely didn't. Uh cheated at all making the fire that's for sure no yeah i can't believe you did that i mean the only thing that you did cheat on is you brought a bunch of toilet paper and lint and stuff (laughs) yeah but i probably would have had that on my person anyway yeah yeah shitty pants um yeah i really (laughs) liked (laughs) do you want an award for that shitty joke yeah no um (laughs) what was that it's a Ferrison rod, or I can't remember what the actual name of that is. It's not technically actually flint and steel. No, it's uh, it's it's not magnesium. magnesium. I can't remember what they call it. Anyways, yeah, that was actually really cool that you busted out that fucking thing and started this fire for us. Like that was really cool. Yeah, I just I've struck never... it a couple times and got a spark and. Away she went. She took right away. Yeah. How many times? Like four? Four times? Yeah, maybe four times. Like, fuck, it was like you've done it before. Have you actually started a fire like that before? No. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. next time we like, go up... I think it just took four strikes because it, like, the first three was to get the black paint off of the stick itself. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first thing that you have to do is get all that protective paint when it's brand new yeah get that off first then you're down to the actual fuck i really want to i can't remember the name of it don't you have a computer there i do but i don't feel like getting on it (laughs) um what else yeah we just kept that fire fairly small uh i mean it smoked a little bit but Mm -hmm. do you remember what the second recording was was that uh about how I made the fire? I can't remember. I, I can't, can't remember, remember either. either. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, I think it might have been. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll put that in right right here. Holds it. Really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we made some coffee with well, mochas, huh? Mochas, yeah. Coffee, coffee, milk. Let's open this flap here, just in case. Yeah, we made some. Coffee. I brought some coffee grounds and some tea bags or coffee filter filters. Uh, we put them in there, wrapped them up tight like little cough drop candies. What time is it? Then we just dipped them in. Oh, it's twelve sixteen. Hey, we've been out here for almost two hours. Mm-hmm. We gotta make some lunch here soon. What are we gonna eat first? Well, I'll just do up the ramen. Well, we can open up your cans of chicken noodle soup, like you said. Mm-hmm. By the fire, yeah. So they somewhat warm up, and then 
I'll let you break in your pan with your chili. Mm-hmm. Ow, that hurt. Put the beans in there. <laughs> yeah, beans, chili. And then we'll have ramen with tuna in it. Okay. All right. Like the ramen won't take very long, so you can mm-hmm. do your beans and your chicken soup first. The smoke is good. The coffee? The mochas yeah, and yeah. smokers. <laughs> yeah, they are good. Mm. Really good. This is nice. I suggest you guys, the audience members, should do this every so often. Preferably in a spot where you're allowed to have fires. Yeah. Technically, we're not allowed to have a fire right where we are, but... Yeah, but we're, Fuck it. we're responsible adults. We know what we're doing. Yeah, it's not huge or anything like that. Like, it's it's warm. Yeah. The flames but are... But, I mean, it's not... Like, the flames included, it's maybe a foot off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it was colder and there was more snow, we'd probably have a bigger fire. Yeah. But... It's really not that much snow. And the sun's shining. Birds are chirping. And the powder's bitching. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the Grinch yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. You you like Christmas movies? I do. Yeah. It's a tradition of mine, I guess. I mean, I used to watch the Grinch every night, any time of the year. Really? Yeah. Why? When I was a kid. I don't know. It's like the only VHS tape I had for a while. <laughs> really? When? Yeah. When? In like 2005, 2006. Back in the dizzy. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and you guys might be surprised to learn that. I think we seen Bigfoot earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harry bastard tried to mount me. Yeah. Yeah. And I ate his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> True story. (laughs) So ugly. (laughs) I mean, it's never gonna go away. I might as well lean into the joke, right? Yeah. (laughs) Lean onto it, maybe. (laughs) Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, and another update, side update too. Uh, I was at the studio yesterday. Hey? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, laid down some fire rhymes. Yep. Created a nice song. Might feature a little snippet of it or something. But, and uh, like snippet as in snippet. Don't. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it on our Instagram at uh, brother to brother. Yeah. Yeah, that's find a little snippet of it in there huh? and currently we're actually making a youtube video so yeah hopefully i'm gonna i have to get some shit under the way but i don't know when it'll come out i have to get back into that shit yeah making videos probably be a lot easier to make videos like that than what is that clipping together that's a leaf oh, oh that's a piece of bark hmm. it's just a piece of bark oh do you hear something i thought it did Oh, I heard something. What was that? All right, we'll keep you updated when we're making lunch.
Okay. So there's the second clip. Um, for the life of me, we can't remember what it was about. So uh, hope you enjoyed that little live clip action piece from uh, our trip. And I think we were talking about, I ended it with, uh, well, I'll talk to you again when we start making lunch, I believe. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I told you how I made that fire and kind of, I mean, we basically already told you. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's called a ferrule, a ferrule rod. F E R R O rod. Right, ferrule rod. Or you can call it a fire steel. Fuck. Yeah, that's the word I was trying to think of, ferrule. Right. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like I said in that clip, we made some coffee and some hot chocolate, like made some mochas and had a smoker. Mochas and smokers. <laughs> I mean, that was good too. Like we just took uh, the coffee that you brought and freaking put it in uh, what, coffee filters. Yeah. And I just twisted them up and then freaking teabagged the shit out of our cups of water. Yeah. For a little bit until uh, till it got to a desired taste. And then yeah. yeah, threw a little package of hot chocolate in there. <laughs> yeah. And what what did we use to boil the water? Oh, I brought um, I brought a camping pot that's normally for making coffee, but I just used it all for everything. Boiled up water in it, and I still I even use that uh, just for boiling up water and soups when uh, Brittany and I always go camping too. Right, it's just convenient as shit. Plus, it's fairly big too can't remember i think it's like uh 32 or 36 fluid ounces okay yeah so i mean like it's a lot of fucking water that i can actually hold but the downside is that it is fairly big so it's kind of hard to jam into my backpack i kind of had to shove shit inside too to kind of conserve space because it's so fucking big right (laughs) but you were able to yeah like Oh, and one thing, like, when we go out and find these places, try to, like, bring in what you, like, bring out what you brought in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, That's a leave, big... leave it looking the same way, if not better, than how you found it. Yep. Like, uh, don't leave garbage, because one thing we found out there was some garbage and stuff. And, you know. well, yeah, all those tarps and shit like that, which reminds yeah. me, we should definitely go... We should go back in there and freaking gather up some of that because before we actually got to the place that we camped, we also found that that fucking hole in the ground that somebody had like a chimney with actual freaking uh, tin bashing material, the metal, yeah, in the ground, and they had like a little fire pit, kind of half-ass made. What is that? What that was like a fire pit? Yeah, man, that's what it was supposed to be. Okay, but I can only imagine because they had. They had that chimney for smoke to go out, but I mean, the only air source that they had was the actual opening of the fire. So yeah, it looked like a little fucking like a rabbit house, you know, like something off of Franklin. Yeah, with an actual <laughs> chimney sticking out of the dirt. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, and then uh, then we had uh, after we had our coffee and stuff like that. Uh, then we started making lunch too. Um, 
I don't remember if we talked about that in the clip, but uh, here's that clip right now. Well, sitting down having some lunch now. It's chicken about, noodle soup. It's about one o'clock. Having some chicken noodle soup. Roasted in the fire. We're having some ramen with tuna in it. Soup is hot as shit. Gotta have a glove on just to hold it. Yeah, because we, uh, well, it's cold. Just opened up the can a little bit so that it could breathe. And then just put it right into the fire. <laughs> Imagine if I kept the can closed. And we just roasted it like that. Fuck it. Would have just exploded. Yeah. Well, some people have Open your mouth. It's about to blow. <laughs> Yeah. Trying to get all of it on camera for a YouTube video, but the phone's dying. So, yeah, it's almost one o'clock now. We're, uh, I don't know. What's our goal out here? Just to do what we've done already, eh? Pretty much. Just to test out if we can do it. Kind of coming up with a game plan so that we can come out here for this to the same spot or something when it's completely covered in snow and uh see how how much worse it'll be it'll be a bit more challenging that's for sure but when it's snowy you kind of have a bit more option for shelter almost eh and more water yeah. options and stuff yeah which is crazy because it's halfway through December. Yeah. And there's hardly any snow. Yeah. Like, I thought for sure yesterday was going to be the day that we started getting dumped on, but we got an inch and then it quit. Well, I was telling everybody, I was like, I'll be surprised if it'll be a white Christmas this year. Yeah. But we're going to chow down and we'll, we'll talk to you at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So that's that clip there, and I know there. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I said we'd uh, we'd update you when we were packing up, but we didn't do an end and kind of recap. So what we did to end it. Um, We what did we do, Gunner? To end the whole trip? Well, like after we had lunch, what did we do? Uh, we just cleaned up, hiked back out. But we cleaned up because for me, I was kind of like paranoid, really. Mm -hmm. Because what did you say they were? Hound dogs or goose dogs? Whatever. Coon hounds. Yeah, coon, coon hounds. Um, going after, uh, like. A raccoon. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> well, yeah, like they it were... just sounded like a bunch of hound dogs. Like I don't know if you guys have ever been hunting with like blue tick hounds or coon dogs or anything, uh, hunting for like cougars and shit. But you take a team of dogs with beacons on their necks and stuff, and you basically just let them go in the bush, and they go barking and fucking take off for like a couple kilometers, 
and you just follow the beacons or follow the barks and then they'll be perched underneath a tree with a cougar sitting up on top of the tree and then you just shoot the cougar and that's how you hunt cougars and it sounded like a team of dogs on the other side of the river like getting louder and louder so i don't know we both kind of got paranoid that you know somebody was i don't know trying to track down where the smoke was coming from you know yeah yeah funny thing uh that's how uh the hawaiians freaking hunt for wild boar hey it's the same way Mm -hmm. they just have gps tracked on their dogs and they just let them go out in the freaking jungle and then when their dogs stop they walk to their dogs and then shoot the pig if they didn't actually kill it yet yeah but that's pretty that's pretty crazy well, a, lot know. Of, a lot of the time like the dogs can't kill the pig anyway you know it's the pig uh, is that something that pretty you big know, and powerful or? yeah oh because most of the time they don't the dogs can't don't kill the pig because they're too big like it takes a lot of dogs to kill the pig yeah and yeah usually when they go pig hunting it's uh 10 10 to 15 dogs yeah <laughs> uh so yeah anyways that was a side note <laughs> but we kind of just hustled ass cleaned up um but i mean that ramen oh. it, was, it was good <laughs> yeah sorry i'm kind of back onto the food but <laughs> like what did i bring out there for food what did we have uh you brought granola bars freaking banana split two split i mean <laughs> Mm-hmm. A banana, banana two split. Um, well, you brought some chili. I brought some beans, but we never actually ended up eating that stuff. I mean, mm. if we were out there a little bit, we longer, didn't eat the chili and the beans. Yeah, we didn't eat that. Um, and then ramen. I brought you, and I brought tuna. Um, what else? What else did we have while we were out there? Oh, chicken noodle soup. I forgot about chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but before we go into the food, I'm just going to track it back to the way I made the fire. Um, so the way I started by making it, like, there's a certain technique you want to do. Like, not technique, but certain kind of order of things. So before you go out, it's a good idea to take some dryer lint, some toilet paper. Or some Q-tips, something that has a kind of really loose-fitting fabric or something, you know, like uh, like cotton balls or something like that, something that'll take a spark. Mm-hmm. So then I took the dryer lint, put it on a little bit of toilet paper, and, like, I wrapped it up in toilet paper and stuffed it into a toilet or to a tube, uh, toilet paper tube, and then... Uh, put it in a plastic bag and stuff for when I took it out. So then uh, I got it out there. I took some small sticks about, I don't know. I just made a base out of small sticks. Um, They were probably about a half inch in thickness. And then uh, I got a bunch of kindling all from like quarter inch in thickness. So like six inches long all the way up to um, about an inch inch thickness in twigs and sticks and stuff and a good method is to go and collect that stuff before you even start to make your fire because sometimes it takes more kindling and tinder to get your fire going than it does to keep it going um 
so I just so happened to find this tree that was really close by, like, fuck, 10 steps away, um, that had literally every bit of kindling and tinder that I needed on it. So I just made a little base, a little log cabin base type of thing for the fire. Um, and then uh, I put the toilet paper down, put the cotton on top, or the lint on top, and then... I just took that little flint stick, that ferrule stick, and fucking struck it a few times, and it caught a spark right away. And then I just started taking those small, smallest bit of twigs, put them on a couple pieces at a time, let them catch, and then go bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the time you get, uh, by the time those catch and smolder and, you know, like stay on fire for a bit, then you can start adding um, your half inch thick stuff to inch thick stuff to inch and a half and by the end of it i started burning little chunks of logs that i had cut um and i cut it all off the same tree and the best type of wood is like even if you see like a live tree um um especially in the snow if you take a branch and it snaps off clean with no bending to it and you know that's nice dry dead wood to use. Um, and this tree just so happened to be completely dead. But uh, I recommend it's... finding wood that's hanging and not necessarily on the ground or, or covered in snow. But uh, if you have the right tools, you can strip away the wet stuff from the outside of the wood and get to more of the heartwood inside the wet stuff. Because it'll tend to be dry unless it's soaked right through. But... Uh, yeah, it's always good to, like, that you had that little saw that I was able to cut that four-inch thickness little logs. And those are good for slow burning, uh, which make good for cooking and stuff. And uh, like we said in the third clip there, when we were making the soup, what I did was kind of separate the coals a little bit and put the cans kind of on the edge of the fire of the main fire and then I put one of those logs that were like half burnt on the opposite side of the cans so that they had heat from both sides and then I just would spin them every couple minutes mm -hmm. until they started bubbling out of the little crack that I cut into them and then and then I'd take them off the fire let them cool down for a few minutes and they were still really hot like I said we had to have a glove to even eat them but yeah oh it was pretty convenient that there was that one log that you cut everything basically off of was yeah. just right there. And I mean, we didn't even, you didn't even have to work hard for it either. Cause it was no. like at your eye level, you just snap. It wasn't even on the ground. So you didn't even have to bend over. Yeah. And like, uh, like Les Stroud says, always kind of use what's in your area first and then travel out, you know, get, get your area set up and use what you can in your immediate area and then as you're using up those travel out further um but sometimes in some predicaments you want to travel out further to collect all your stuff so that when say if we were out there during night we wouldn't have to travel that far away to collect more materials because mm -hmm. you don't want to have to travel if at all, away from your camp during the night. So He calls uh, the three zones of assessment. Three zones of assessment, right. Yeah. 
So your person on your person is number one. Your yeah. immediate surroundings is number two. And then, yeah, beyond that is number three. Yeah. Um, another little trick there, too, with your uh, your flint or your lint and toilet paper and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also rub them in uh, Vaseline and they'll be, they last longer and they start easier too. With a spark? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They last, they last a little bit longer because it's actually burning. Yeah. Like it won't the, burn up so quick. Yeah. Yeah. They right. last a little bit longer, but they still take a spark just like if it was just regular cotton. Oh, okay. But yeah. That was something that, uh, I actually saw on TikTok a guy was taking uh, makeup pad removers, those pads or whatever, and ripping them down the middle to make two in one, and then yeah. rubbing them, and then putting them in a, a Ziploc bag, and then, then he would always just carry 10 of them at a time kind of thing. Right. And yeah, just whip one out, and you can tear off a little piece, and okay, use the ferro rod, and boom. <clears throat> yeah. And <clears throat> so, was there anything else we didn't really cover i don't think so i mean like you said it would be really cool to go out there and actually full on um like cut down some of the dead wood and make like a lean to and stuff like that yeah but to be totally honest like i wasn't prepared for that i had that saw but i didn't have my hatchets or anything like that to clean mm-hmm. off any of the freaking uh, branches on them, so I wasn't going to bother. That's why I ended up bringing the tarp. It's easier. Yeah. And I really didn't want to have to bring out, like, bust out my emergency thermal tent. Yeah. You know, because I wouldn't have been able to get it back in the same bag, I'm sure. Yeah. But and, I it's mean, not it... like we were in dire need of yeah. it anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we could have done without the whole shelter, but it was just kind of a point of practice, you know? But I really want to do it. I did want to do it like full natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I would try it for sure. Just go out there and not take any of that stuff. But I don't know, man. Like having that tarp was nice. I would actually like to have a canvas oiled tarp Mm -hmm. just for things like that. Because, yeah, because then you could have a fire right underneath it and it like wouldn't necessarily like it wouldn't melt you wouldn't have to worry about it melting yeah it would become brittle from heat but you know as long as you didn't have such direct heat it would be okay yeah well you know it's actually a really good one if you take your emergency blanket and if we had you know that little lean-to part that i had on it that little tag at the top if you would have put your uh emergency blanket thing there and caught the heat, it would have just reflected it back down. It would have been so much warmer, even though it was such a little fire. Yeah, but that thermal blanket is super thin. It would have probably melted. Nah, man, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I've... I've uh, I also want to try, like, a super shelter, too. So you take, like, a clear piece of plastic, and you lay it in front of your actual shelter, and then you start a fire. And the way that that works is um, the heat goes through the actual freaking plastic, but it stays in there. It's called a super shelter. Even though there's a wall of plastic there, but it has to be see-through. And it goes right through. It's weird. Science. (laughs) I would like to try it. 
I've mm. only watched videos on it, but yeah. It's I don't think cool. you're giving enough detail in the description for me to understand. So, okay, take Polly, for example. Yeah. So how we had our tarp, the back of it went down behind us, and then our little tag at the top, our little, uh, say, roof, if you were to just take uh, clear plastic and drape that back down to the ground, straight down, so that it's basically you're in a box or a little canopy kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like a full tent, just yeah, like a fire inside. Tent. Yeah. No, no, you don't put the fire inside. The fire is actually on the outside, and it draws in the heat. It's called oh, a super okay. shelter. You'll have to, you'll have to look it up because. But it I has to be like, like clear opaque. Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if translucent works. I'm sure it does, but definitely clear is better. Transparent. Sure. Probably transparent. Because, like, if it's clear, it's transparent. Translucent lets some light through. Yeah. Like a bed sheet. Yeah. Either one. Yeah, transparent. The more, I think, like, if you can see through it, it'll work better. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> something about it. And I just don't know how it works scientifically. Like, it pulls in the heat, but it just doesn't let it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, after we're done this, just type in uh, super shelters. They're kind of cool. Right. And uh, like you know, like we said in that first clip there, we were sitting on a little log, a little six-inch thick log that Gunner kind of put in place for us to sit on. And it was not comfortable. It was hurt, <laughs> hurting my bony ass the whole time. So I took my rain jacket and kind of laid it out on the the ground itself and just sat on that which wasn't cold or nothing so yeah i mean if i would have taken the time i could have caught like two little two footers and put mm-hmm. them on either side and then well, put another there was like three another logs chunk or of log there was a, like the same thickness chunk of log there off to the side that we could have just doubled it up but whatever yeah. oh well next time yeah so that kind of yeah. concluded our our uh, little adventure in the outdoors. Um, in the second clip, I mentioned that. Do you remember what I mentioned? No. What I did on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Studio. He made a record or an EP, sorry, or LP. Oh, I made Which a song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. You made a song, yes. Uh, yeah, like, from the time I wrote it to the time it was finished being recorded and edited, I'd say it took about a week and a half from start to finish. Well, I'd say two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Now, let me ask, was it, I don't know, is that kind of, uh, is it hard to write about that? Like, write songs? It's not hard, really. Um... As long as you know what you're talking about type of deal, you know? Yeah. I think the hardest part about it is trying to tell a story and not just not just uh, have a bunch of rhyming words that you're just throwing together, you mm-hmm. know? You know, like normal rap songs, like, I fuck a bitch because my name is Mitch, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. 
wearing gold chains because my clothes were plain, you know? <laughs> like, yes. It's, it's easy to think of rhymes, but to tell a fucking story is probably rhyme. the hardest part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the most challenging part, though, was getting over the nerves of being in the studio. Yeah. Like, I was there for about 20 minutes. And <clears throat> Ryan asked how uh, Ryan Frampton, he's uh, one of the um, producers, technicians, oh, I would okay. say. Okay. Uh, he uh, He's the one who does all the mixing and stuff like that. And uh, so he kind of asked me, he's like, well, he showed me a few, uh, a few, uh, a few of the artists that have come through and like some of the music they've done and what what they're capable of and whatnot like that and he's like so like what do you do like do you do any of your own instruments or anything like that i was like well i am a drummer but that's not what kind of song this is you know like uh talking to the um studio owner uh mark he uh he kind of sent me the beats and kind of pushed me to make this a rap song um you know, and I was kind of envisioning something else. Like I was telling Ryan, like the first song I wrote was kind of in the style of like Alexis on fire. So it was, it was kind of a, you know, like a, almost like a screamy kind of song. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the second song I wrote was more in a chord blunt type of style. And then this most recent one I wrote kind of in the style of like a three days grace type of, type of vibe to it. You know what I mean? Yep. And he's like, well, those are, you know, pretty, all pretty different. And then I was like, well, but Mark, you know, he didn't know what, what the song was about or even the words, but he just sent me uh, this one guy, Wyatt Luciano. He sent me a bunch of his beats to kind of pick from. So I picked one of them and wrote the, wrote, rewrote my poem <clears throat> in the fashion that it fit to the beat. You know what I mean? Like I just kept yeah. listening to the beat over and over and over and over again and rewrote the whole thing to fit the song. And that is kind of difficult as well because like, I basically had two choruses and three verses. But then listening to that beat, I had to beef it up a bit. You know, I had to create extra... <clears throat> extra verses for it because there were so many breaks in the instrumental um and uh and props to mark while we were there recording because i only had the one the one chorus repeated four times between verses he came up he wrote he wrote that secondary uh chorus that you hear um and uh he wrote that and he's like, well, so that it's not so repetitive. Like, why don't you try and throw this in there? So while, um, while, uh, Ryan was m- mixing it up and adding some echoes and adding extra voices and stuff like that and pitching the, the pitching the EQs and stuff like that. And I was just, uh, playing, playing, uh, the chorus over and over in my head and just kind of trying to spit these words after thinking about it a bunch, 
like listening to the chorus over and over again, kind of thinking about it in my head and how to pronounce these words. I kind of changed up a few of the words uh, to the ones that he wrote for the new chorus. And I took those into the booth after practicing them a little bit. And it took about, I don't know, about five tries to get one good take on it. And then, uh, then Ryan looks at me. He's like, "Yeah, that was that was good." Now, do that three more times. <laughs> so then we we uh, did it three more times, and I fucked it up like every other time. Um, um especially because it's like a brand new thing that I haven't practiced. Right, just so just to get it right, get the delivery right. It's just kind of tough. But <clears throat> to kind of rewind a little bit like when i started after the consultation and like talked to ryan about like my envision for this song um he's like well get in there and we'll try it out and so i just went right into it he started the beat and i went right into it and i was really shaky you know really shaky running out of breath really quick and then by the time we got to like the third verse or something, I forgot the words. And I was like, "Sorry, man. Like, like, sorry, I fucking I forgot the words." He's like, "No worries, man." I was like, "Yeah, I'm just super fucking nervous." He's like, "Oh, I can tell. I can hear it in your voice." I'm like, "Fuck." And he's like, "Just shake it off, man. Shake it off." So then I just kind of like, like jumped from foot to foot, kind of like like how I would boxer style you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, like just jump back back and forth a little bit and kind of shook it off and then i turned my comp my sunglasses on <laughs> yeah, like, right. and then I, fucking, <laughs> I did and then like that's how i did the whole session and then i uh and then i just went for it and fucking um did it almost all the way through Found any breaks, but I kept running out of breath because like it's hard to do the do it like even when I was practicing it on my own, I fucking didn't have enough breath to go straight from verse to chorus to verse to chorus because there's no break at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no breaks in between each verse and each chorus. <clears throat> um, so it was hard to keep my breath. So then after like playing it back a bunch and redoing some of the verses and stuff like that like uh like all of it took a few takes per piece right so then i was like well how about if we if i go in there because i don't like the way this verse sounds how about i go in there i go in there and just do the verses all the same distance from the mic because some of the verses all sounded uh different because when i redo a verse sometimes my head was like my face was facing away from the mic a little bit, you know what I mean? So um, so we just started from the beginning and I did just the verses with no choruses. That way I had enough breath to do them all at the same distance from the mic so they had all the same quality of sound. And then, uh, yeah, and then uh, after a little while, like I was pretty comfortable by that point. And then... Uh, and then that's when Mark, um, Don, Don and Kyle Gievers came in actually while I was like redoing, uh, I think the, some of the, I think one of the courses, I can't remember, but 
<laughs> they came in and I could see Don through the window and he's just giving me like the metal horns and fucking, you know, like, uh, telling me I sound good, stuff like that, right? And, mm-hmm. and they hung out for a little bit and, uh, yeah, and then I came out and then Don and Kyle were standing there and uh, Mark was like, because we were talking about the choruses and we were, doubling up some of the audio and stuff like kind of echoes and drawing and stuff like that and then mark was mark was just like well you know the choruses sound kind of repetitive like why don't we do why don't you try and throw this one in there so then yeah and then that's what we ended up doing was putting in that second verse and then he went in mark went in the booth and he did a little bit of melody like uh did this the second bit chorus in his voice and stuff like that and and then i went in there and did like a a pitch change like kind of sang it a little bit yeah and it kind of stepped down as the chorus goes on um but yeah and then uh then uh we sat there kind of thinking well what part should be doubled up so that it sounds like there's two of me type of thing like what kind of parts and what cuts in there and um then after we kind of had that done um uh just kind of we just played with it for a little bit i was in there for about three hours and don paid for the two hours so when I end up going back there, I'm going to pay them for the last hour I was there and also pay for the beat. But they haven't gotten back to me on how much the beat's going to run me. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then by the end of it, uh, kind of finished it off and he finished fucking with the vocals and stuff like that. And then we jumped in Ryan's car, put it on... Uh, Put it on the stereo and did the car test, car audio test, and then it sounded fucking dope. And then uh, went back inside, emailed the copy to me, and then, uh, yeah, the rest is history. So, like, I was talking to Ryan about, like, distribution and stuff of it, and, uh, like, once I pay for the beat and stuff, like, I own the beat, own the rights to it and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And... uh and then, uh, then once that happens, then Mark, Mark, uh, will do the networking of it. Like he'll put it on Spotify and stuff like that. And he'll put it on these different kind of sites that, uh, um, like one of them tracks the royalties for it. And one of them, like, you know, there's a, one thing that tracks the royalties so that if people listen to it or download it or, um, he's also going to put it on this one site that when people make movies and shit like that, they can take that song, put it in their movie, and it attracts the royalties and shit from that too, right? And Ryan was telling me that like, like big, big amounts of money comes from like when movies and stuff pick up your audio and use it and stuff like that. So, yeah, that'd be cool to hear that song in a in a movie. You know, mm-hmm. so it sounds like you had a pretty exciting Saturday then. I did, yeah. It sounds like it was quite nerve wracking, and it was, yeah. But it helped. It helped when 
Mark and Ryan were like, man, we're like, we don't judge. Like, just shake it off. Fucking, you know, do what you do. So then I just kind of shook it off. Did you have fun? I had fun, yeah. And it was a good good experience, good learning experience. And I definitely want to go and do it again whenever I can. Nice. Side note, how's the stand-up comedy coming? Well, I haven't really been working on that much. Like, I haven't uh, really been working on it. There's a few jokes that I've just been trying to, like, extend. But I haven't put anything down on paper yet. So, I mean, yeah, (laughs) it's kind of hard to remember all the parts, you know, that kind of make up the jokes. But Yeah. Now, is there a way that you can combine the two? No. No? How would I do that? I don't know. All of Bo Burnham's music is basically that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not that complex. Okay. No, I'm just saying you got two two different, completely different passions. I don't know. Try to put it together. It doesn't hurt to try. If it doesn't fucking work out, then don't do it. <laughs> well, I've thought about it, but I don't know how to go about it. Like, I don't know how I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just just a thought. I'm not saying do or don't. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking questions. Um what did you do on Saturday? Saturday? Definitely nothing exciting like you did. I just did my basic bitch stuff. Went out with the wife shopping, um, getting ready for the family weekend that's coming up um here next weekend, the eighteenth of December mm-hmm. and um, we just we just spent the day because it seems like we don't have that much time throughout the week to really just kind of vibe with each other so we just keep the dog locked up in his crate and we go out and have kind of like a date day I guess if you want to say we go and do the basic bitch shit and go get Starbucks start our day off and then we can go out shopping and get things that we need to get and every once in a while I just find something that I'm like ah you know what I should buy that but no I just never end up doing that so I mean definitely not as exciting as your weekend really mm-hmm. I was just basically prepping and kind of to be truthful I uh, I didn't have any of the stuff that I wanted to have for our Sunday excursion thing. So I was kind of bummed out at myself that I didn't have any of that. So me being bummed out, really, I didn't want to go. Like what? What what did you think you needed? Well, I wanted my actual, my good hatchet. And I wanted my, uh, I wanted my, uh, my little pot that I have, like, my pack-away pot that I have, things like that. I didn't have all that shit. I wanted the, there was, like, rope and stuff that I have. It's all in my trailer that I just never ended up taking out that mm-hmm. sits in there over Yeah, but you were overthinking it. Like, is that why you kept telling me, well, we don't have to do it. We don't have to do it. Yeah, dude. I'm just being honest. Well, <laughs> I was I'll bummed be out honest. that I didn't you have didn't all have that to shit. bring half the shit you brought like you didn't need the tarp and stuff like that like the plan was to 
go out with minimal stuff and, <laughs> and make it Speaking work. Of minimal, fuck. He brought a lunch kit. <laughs> well, yeah, you... like because I had all my survival stuff full filling my backpack. Yeah, and I mean, did you use? I mean, both of us could have fucking left more than half of what we actually brought. Yeah, but I was prepared for like I wanted to try everything out. Yeah, and that's why I brought my shit, so don't harp on me for that. <laughs> yeah, but you were panicking about not having the shit that you didn't need. No, I wasn't panicking. No, I was bummed out. I was just mad because I wanted to do the lean-to and all that shit. Well, I didn't. But I just, because I didn't have the shit that I wanted. What did you think you needed for that? My good hatchet you had that shitty one that would have worked no that's why it's <laughs> shitty my good one is saw. better yeah but i have a a bigger better one to actually cut decent sized logs to make like say a bench an actual nice bench it's just i <laughs> shit the bed that's what i think of dude i wanted to do it right before it actually was no you thought. want to do it fucking professionally because you're a fucking carpenter and you want to perfect it. All we needed was just something to yeah, get what's us wrong? off the ground, which is what you did. And something to get us out of the elements, which is what you did. But Well, I know. I, I made do with what we fucking had. But that was why I was bummed out about it. I wasn't mm-hmm. nervous or anything. I was just like, fuck. I would really like to have all of this shit. But that's just me. I like to. I don't know. I just wanted it to be fucking perfect. But, I mean, that was the whole point of it, to go out there and figure that shit out. That's the whole yeah. point of why we went out now. <laughs> and well, not, yeah, like, and like, right like, like you said, I, you, you thought I was going to bring instant coffee to make coffee. But I brought coffee grounds and filters and just kind of made it work. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted to do it as hard, like, to make it as difficult as we could. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, I didn't want to def- do it easily. I wanted to make it a challenge. That was the whole point of it oh well maybe we should communicate a little bit better because it, it that definitely wasn't hard whatsoever nothing well was hard even with it. our like <laughs> even with our summer excursion like how we said minimal shit like i want it to be minimal shit would just bring a little bit of food you know yeah like i brought us enough food that there's no chance we would have starved or anything no, man. And we were only out there for like four hours. Yeah. We would have had food for fucking the whole day for how much we actually brought. Yeah. But we just kind of picked out because we were like, oh, we're going to be done after this. Because so. mm-hmm. <laughs> really, the cans of soup could have been one meal. The ramen and tuna could have been another. And then the, the beans and chili could have been supper. So that yeah. would have covered us all day kind of thing. And then we had we both had granola bars and shit. I think I had like six fucking granola bars. So we were fucking way over prepared. So I didn't find anything at all about that hard. The only thing that I found hard was the uh, camera work for my gimbal and shit like that. Yeah. Well, like I, I just wanted it to be kind of challenging. You know what I mean? Like, Making I knew making the fire and stuff <clears throat> and not using a lighter or matches and stuff would be a bit of a challenge and that's why I did it the way I did it. Like I yeah. had 
my lighter and I had matches and I almost used the matches to start the fire, but then I was like, no, I'm going to use the fucking flint thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I couldn't believe. Yeah, you got that right away. Now, definitely the next time, if we wanted it to actually make it hard, we don't bring any lint or anything like that and just fucking try it all with just grass. <laughs> well, yeah, I've done that a lot too. Oh, have you? Yeah, just on the fire, like on the side of the river. That's how I started the with your fire. rod. What? With the ferro rod? No. Okay, so that's no. what I'm talking about. Is doing that with grass and stuff, making a bird's nest. Yeah. Instead of the lint. Yeah. That would make it a lot harder, I think. Probably, but if I'm gonna do that, you need to actually build a shelter out of sticks. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> the only thing I'll bring out there with me next time is fucking my one can with my uh, saw, one knife that's on my belt, my clothes, obviously, and I won't even bring a fucking backpack. I'll just bring my hatchet. What are you going to carry a bottle of water in? I won't. I'll carry that can, that big pot thing. I'm not going to bring water. If you actually want to make it hard, don't fucking bring anything. <laughs> you know, boil up water from the fucking river and drink that bullshit. <laughs> if you want to make it hard, we had it pretty easy. It was like a nice luxury camping trip compared to some of the stuff that we can get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next one. Next one we'll cut out something. Uh yeah. But that's in a later date. Yeah, I want to go back out there when it dumps. Supposed to dump snow tonight, so. Oh, nice. Like I want to go back out there when there's like a foot of snow. That way we can make a decent shelter buried in the snow and then you know like cover it up with snow type of thing so it makes Mm -hmm. it like an igloo or like a cave type of deal deal yep i totally agree but that'll have to be in the new year Mm -hmm. all right man well i feel like that was a good episode with you yeah i think that was long enough yeah with all the snip clips and stuff like that yeah like the first bit was 20 minutes or so and I think we had like a 12 minute or 6 minute before you got those phone calls I don't remember how long the first uh, second part was but yeah this might be a short episode but yeah we're just kind of winging it today just talking about our weekend and Mm -hmm. how exciting it was (laughs) yeah alright man well what do you think outro coming in hot Yep. (laughs) Okay. Outro coming in hot. Well. Hey. (laughs) It was another episode of Brother to Brother. Yeah. Yeah. So. How'd you guys like that? Did you guys like that? You like that? <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> Truthfully, yeah. I actually liked it quite a bit. I like just being able to bullshit. I mean, for the the studio part, 
I wish you didn't tell me anything about it until I heard it right now. What do you mean? Like, I wish I never would have known anything about it before that. Like, if you would have just told me on the podcast, that would have been better, I think. Well, I didn't really tell you that much about it. No, I mean, you did go into a hell of a lot more detail. But I mean, if I didn't know whatsoever, I think that Yeah, so you can hear us on... (laughs) Fuck off. Yeah, where can they hear us? Fuck. On the Pod Blasters, of course. Okay. (laughs) You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on Anchor. And if you're not sick of me telling you, it's then, free. Then I'm not going to tell you. But it's free to download. <laughs> if yeah. you want to start your own podcast, it gives you all the tools and options you need to start your own podcast easily for free. And I don't know the ad read because they're not a sponsor, but you can make money with minimal listenership and shit like that. And it automatically distributes, 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 distributes your podcast onto, like I said, Apple Podcasts, fucking Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Copy RSS, fucking all the other ones I can't remember them all. And also Breaker. <laughs> Breaker. Uh, shit. You can also see us on Instagram, uh, brother to brother. And any questions or anything like that, uh, episode ideas, you can email us at ourbrotherlylove at gmail.com. Also, yeah. definitely check out my fucking TikTok, gunshow underscore two G's gun show underscore. How about yeah. yours? What's yours? I don't remember. I think it's Colt 45 underscore uh, Spencer. Okay. Colt okay. 45 underscore Spencer. That's Colt 45 underscore Spencer. Um, yeah, I put funny videos up there from time to time. Um, you can also follow us. I believe follow us individually. Not Gunner because he's a lame-o. Fuck off. Follow me on Facebook. Oh yeah, um, Facebook's for old people. So Colt yeah, go EG for it. Spencer, <laughs> you can follow Gunner on Layman's at uh, <laughs> fucking <Yeah>, Instagram. Right. <laughs> What's your Instagram handle? It's just Gunner, dude. Okay, it's Gunner actually, dude. Check no, it out. it's not Gunner, dude. <laughs> it's Gunner L Spencer, all over right. And mine is Colt dot E dot Spencer uh, Instagram. Um, yeah, uh, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, leave a review if you so choose, that'd be appreciated if you left some reviews, anyways. There have been a few. Shout out to your boy, Mr. White. Shout out to Brittany Weist. Shout out to everybody else. Shout out to the countries that listen to us Canada, US, Germany, South Africa, Brazil. Poland, United Kingdom, and Costa Rica. Okay, like I was saying, like, comment, and subscribe. Leave a review, be much appreciated. Shout out to your boy, Mr. White. Shout out to Brittany Weiss. Shout out to all the countries that listen to us. Um, I really should have looked it up, but whatever, fuck. Uh, remember, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, <laughs> and Anchor. You have to get that in there every time, eh? Yeah, Breaker. 
then Spotify. <laughs> and soon you, you'll be able to find my song called Dirty Fun by Colt 45 on Spotify. Yeah, give it a listen. Yeah. Give it a listen. Fuck. I mean, I might even use it in a TikTok video. I'm probably, I could probably find some shit that I can use it for. Yeah. Considering. And remember, when you're tugging your dick, don't tug too hard. You might just break her. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. Well, that was a good one. Can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow for another Would You Rather Wednesday. Yeah. All right, man. This has been Gun Show. Yeah. And Cold 45. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Peace, soup. All right, dude. Love you. Love you, too. Okay, peace, soup. Peace, soup. Oh, and you guys might be surprised to learn that. I think we seen Bigfoot earlier. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Harry bastard tried to mount me. Yeah. Yeah. And I ate his wiener. (laughs) 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 True story. (laughs) So ugly. (laughs) I mean, it's never gonna go away. I might as well lean into the joke, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lean onto it, maybe. Oh, shit. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were pretty ugly. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, shit. I just shit my pants when I said that. Did you? Yeah. Great. It was like. <laughs> Release these demons. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't get mad, dude. Dude, I'm fucking mad. Are you? No. Okay, good, because literally this is the only time I've, this has ever happened on my end. So, <laughs> fucking got a phone call from Charlie and I just fucking clicked it. And said fuck I'm busy. Fuck you, Charlie. But I'm busy, so. And Grandpa, what the fuck, you guys? Quit phoning. Okay. Like I was saying. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay!